Se pone como demonios, es el bandido Quiere pegarse para estar conmigo Y bailamos hasta la madrugada Cuando amanece dice que tiene ganas Bienvenidos a Radio Menea I'm Miriam Suela Pérez I'm Vera Valletti Flores And we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love, and this week we have a little Halloween episode for you. Trico Yes, Trico y'all. It is a spooky season. We wanted to call this a spooky season, but then we looked back at all of our previous Halloween episodes, and they're all some version of spooky something, so we're like, okay, let's try something new. <laughs> and also, like, I feel like Trico might be back for real this year for the first time. Since the <laughs> I know. Shout out to the little kids. I know. The one uh, thing that I really uh, miss about not living in New York City is kids trick-or-treating at your house I mean maybe they do that in Queens where they have like houses and shit but like in here yeah. where I live they trick or treat at the stores which is yeah. very adorable to like walk around and day off and see them but I feel like in DC they know what neighborhoods to go to you know they, they go to like the <laughs> fancy neighborhoods where the rich people give out like whole candy bars you know? yeah like, full size bars <laughs> yeah like Capitol Hill that's where everyone goes so I'm like it's, it's fine Smart, um, smart. Tell us about this first song that is kind of spooky that you brought. So this is Demonio and it's by Six X. Let's take a listen. <laughs> Yeah, so this first song is by a artist called Six Sex. She is Argentine, and she's sort of part of this like a growing neo perreo alt reggaeton world. I thought that this was really fun. I heard about her first through this other artist who I interviewed recently. This piece just came out on Crack Magazine, um, but it's artist called Isabella Isabella Love Story. She's Honduran. Um, and, you know, was raised in Toronto, um, or in Montreal, like somewhere in Canada. I should know this because I interviewed her. Um, (laughs) but, um, anyway, she, so she did a song, I think, with Isabella Love Story and sort of is part of the same creative scene, even though Six Sex is Argentine, right? Um, and is part of this, like, sort of very, um, internet-based um, young scene of people doing, of young women uh, doing reggaeton that just sounds, is like very like in a digital aesthetic and very, um, you know, sort of what Tomasa del Real opened the doors for and very sexually liberated, very sort of like sex forward, which is, I think, really dope. And this is the first time you're bringing this group, right? Yeah, it's a person. She's a woman. Oh, sorry, um, person. Yeah, six sex is a one Argentine woman. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's the first time I'm bringing her. She's sort of like new-ish to me. Um, and we were talking before this, um, we were talking before this about how um, I have these like complicated feelings about like sort of this newer crop of reggaeton artists that are very like sort of like finding digital like homes and like digital and internet communities and 
um, have this sort of tether to reggaeton, like, that feels to me like it's, like, about one thing and maybe not about the full thing, but I hear myself feeling this way and I'm like, I just sound like a fucking old head, you know, <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm challenging myself. I'm just like, do these kids really understand what reggaeton is about? Like, that's like so yeah. tired and stupid and I'm, I'm glad not you trying can to be like that. Be self-reflective. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to be like that, but like, sometimes I'm just like, ah. but, um, I think this, yeah, this is spooky and cool and different and I'm here for it. And the videos feature um, an animal that is very um, appropriate for the season and also my favorite word in Spanish, which is murciélago. <laughs> oh, murciélago is your favorite word in Spanish? Well, you know, I have, a a few, I have a few favorite ones, but murciélago is really good. It just has such it's a nice, really... like... And like bat, it just doesn't compare. Murciélago. It just has this, like... No, yeah, this, it like, really doesn't. Yeah, it's just like um, <laughs> lyrical or something. So anyway, the videos um, is pretty fun and yeah, feels very appropriate for them. Yeah, it's a little lyric video with, like, a a very sort of, like, Y2K aesthetic Mm -hmm. digital, um, yeah, animation situation. So just a little lyric video. Check it out. Check out Six Sex. Um, On the blog post, we can link that interview um, at Crack Magazine with Isabel Love Story if you want to read more about um, one of her collaborators. Awesome. What did you bring us this spooky season? So I don't know if you remember, but when I, when we first started the podcast, I had to really fight you to get a Halloween episode. And now you've just like agreed to do it every year without much issue. So I just want to like remind everyone about that, <laughs> that win that I had, that editorial I was just win. like, really? <laughs> you, you did have an editorial win. Yeah. It's so true. Thank you. Um, and I was surprised <laughs> at how it's not been that hard every year to find new music. So that's also great. Um, this you song... know, I did. I was going to bring um, "Brujeria" by El Gran Combo, mm-hmm. and then realized that you did it. You brought it to our it. first one. I so. did. I know that's a classic. <laughs> that's a classic. Yeah. Very classic. Yeah, it's great for the season. Um, all right. Well, this one is by Calle Trece, and it's called "Tango del Pecado." Vamos a quemarnos en el fuego con el diablo residente, el máximo exponente del pecado. Oye princesa, llegó tu príncipe, el grosero, los bochincheros, que se pongan un babero, montate aquí en mi velero y vamos a insultar al mundo entero. A mí no me sale lo de caballero y por ende la gente no comprende que mi enchule por ti nunca se expira. Vente, vámonos de gira, vámonos volando como a 30 mil pies de altura, vamos a empollar 20 criaturas, yo te prometo como 100 aventuras. Doña con tentura pa' tu cintura Dóblate y enséñame la dentadura Cuidado el pantalón, se le rompe la costura Esos dos cachetes llenos de musculatura Se están saliendo de la envoltura Y me pone mal Pa' meterle mano hay que tener un manual Dile a tu madre que te suelta el cordón umbilical Pa' revolcarnos por el cañaveral Directamente desde el infierno Habrán paso que llegó el yerno Tu papá está más cuadrado que un cuaderno Y no comprende mi lenguaje moderno Muévete que...
This is an excellent find for this. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have to admit that I found a couple of listicles, man. People have idea <laughs> you that love had. a listicle. You I love mean, to find every a theme idea I've had, somebody else like Remescla or Billboard or some random other Latina have <laughs> thought of it. So there was a couple. I found one on Billboard and one on some other publication that I'd never heard of before. Um, and and it, that's what brought me to this. So I wish I could take the credit of like plucking this out of the archives, but I can't. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, I was like, wow, I really yeah. did not remember this one. <laughs> I, I don't think I'd ever heard it. Um, oh, yeah. Sube el volumen de la música satánica. I mean, that's a pretty great Halloween. Outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, we have a lot of, like, Diablo-related content this mm-hmm. uh, spooky episode. So um, I true. love that for us. I love it's that true. for us. You know how I feel about the Catholic Church. <laughs> Well, and I, you know, I think obviously Calle Teresa often has a political message and this is sort of like a response to the way people treat reggaeton um, mm-hmm. and the ways mm-hmm. in which people react to reggaeton as being, yeah, satanica yeah. or just like, you know, in bad taste or whatever, all the, all the, um, you know, mainstream responses to reggaeton that we've talked about many times over that are very racialized and class based and all sorts of things. So all the pearl clutchers. So they're just like, yeah, yeah. And this is like back this is song is i think like around like 12 years old it's pretty old mm-hmm. and i feel like this is back when renee was uh, still in my good graces yeah i know you're not and it was still yeah. like clever and funny yeah. now uh, yeah now i'm just like i don't know man i feel like on the strength of him dating like a 23 year old alone i'm already yeah. creeped out but like he's just like such an annoying ass man in everything that he says and also people that I know that are around him are like this is like the worst my my friend who shall remain nameless was like I had to spend an hour next to him and it was the worst hour in recent memory wow (laughs) you know he's just like a fucking like boisterous loud annoying man who thinks he's very very smart and cutting edge although I also did talk to somebody recently who was in the studio with him and was like wow he's really a genius so um you know also turns yeah. out he's very musically talented he's just like an annoying man yeah i mean just because you're talented doesn't mean you're a good person i think sometimes nope. maybe those two things are actually inversely correlated <laughs> oh god but that's maybe related to the fact that i've been learning a lot about narcissists recently <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's a topic for another day, but, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he, you cannot deny that he is a musically talented lyricist, you know, all the things. So clever. He's very, very good. So fucking funny. So, um, and uh, yeah, I love this. I'm just like, oh yeah, you're going to call it Musica Satanica, like Sura Volumen, you know? Here you go. Here's the Sin Tango for you. (laughs) You It's great. (laughs) I like that. It's a big fuck I you. fucking love it. Yeah. I also, um, when I was like, the first thing he says is like, if what up, you know? And there's this like a dude who's like very um, viral right now on Latin American social media mm-hmm. who's like, fuap adivining. Tengo lavadora nueva. <laughs> it's just like, you'd be like, fuap meeting. Fuap. And it's just so fucking funny. Um, and. <laughs> This is obviously not a reference to that since this no. is much older than, you know, even yeah. Instagram or whatever. But um, right. I think this dude is on TikTok, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 
obviously a thing that people say, but this guy's going viral right now and it reminded me of that guy. Fuap, adivinen. Fuap. <laughs> Tengo la hora nueva. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> oh, man. Love it. All right. We're going to yeah. stay on this Diablo tip for a moment. Your next one is also Diablo focused. Yes. Yes. So uh, I knew that La Lupe was a perfect person for the sort of like spooky thing that I was looking for. And this is a great song. I love it. But I'll talk about the song that I was actually looking for um, later. But this is called Con el Diablo en el Cuerpo. Let's take a listen. for this and I was like I thought that maybe um, La Lupe had a song that would sort of fit the bill and um, Con el Diablo en el Cuerpo definitely does um, but I was looking for I when I started doing this I started thinking of I Put a Spell on You um, mm-hmm. originally by Scream Jay Hawkins um, also notoriously covered by Nina Simone um, it's a very great cover but I feel like Screaming Jay Hawkins just owned that song so well to the degree that I feel like I don't know that anybody could ever beat his rendition for me personally except for La Lupe. Mm. And I was like, hold up. Did La Lupe ever cover I Put a Spell on You? Because I just feel like based on her cover of like Fever, have you heard La Lupe's cover of Fever? I think so. I'm, I think you probably have. It's so good. It's so good. And the way that she uses her voice and that she sort of screams also is very, like, has the quality of, like, ese sentimiento and, like, I just feel like she would fuck that song up. I would just, I feel like she would just fucking kill it. And I am actually, like, pretty upset that it seems like she never covered it. I'm like, who, what was anybody thinking? Like, why didn't, why didn't she do, like, I hope that I'm wrong. I hope, like, listeners, if you know of a La Lupe cover of I Put a Spell on You, like, please put me on. I, like, searched for this. I was like, is this 
Is it possible that it never happened? Because she... in my head, it's so perfect. Did she ever sing in English? Yeah, the fever is sort of English, and it's so I love it right. so much because her accent is just like she doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, she's just like saying the words in English, right. but like in Spanish, right. <laughs> which is my English is my not very favorite. good looking. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's just my favorite. Um, and you know, she does do some ver- some part of fever in Spanish, but she does like do like the chorus, like the main hook and whatever. Um, in English, and she does like sort of a mix, and I feel like she would just have done such an incredible job. So, I am sitting here like completely beside myself that she never has done this, and hoping, begging that I am wrong. So, if I am wrong, listeners, and you're listening to this, and you know about a version of La Lupe of a La Lupe recording of I put a spell on you, like put me on, I will be so much more at peace your dms you are open <laughs> yeah my yeah everything <laughs> email me email radiomanage.gmail.com but you're not I'm you're looking for this version you're neglecting to mention probably the cover of this of that song that most people know <laughs> or more Which people is know the nina simone no <laughs> no the oh, Bette you're talking about the hocus pocus yeah the hocus pocus yeah with Bette midler I, and sarah jessica parker and that other woman <laughs> whose name i can't remember <laughs> I only watched that movie for the first time last year. It came out when I was not in the United States. So yeah. I have like no sort of like attachment to it. Yeah. Um, but I watched it for the first time ever last year. And I think that I was on drugs. So I don't really remember <laughs> uh, that. But it I is, know this is I, not your. When I was looking up the different versions of yeah. Scream and J-Hop of like, if I put a spell on you, like Hocus Pocus did appear many times. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not looking for Hocus Pocus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, apparently you can rent the little cabin from Hocus Pocus. Oh. On Airbnb. That makes sense. (laughs) I've not seen that movie in many, many years, but I did remember the song. It was cute. I think it was funny. It was, like, very fun. Like, I remember it being, like, I just don't remember the, you know, I put a spell on you. But anyway, I really wish La Lupe had done it. This song, though, is also amazing. This, Mm -hmm. this Con el Diablo en el Cuerpo is about, like, she's talking about, like, her feelings for somebody being, like, having, like, the devil inside of her. She just, like, wants it out. And I just, like, you know, will share that I have related to that before. Mm. (laughs) And she's like, what is this? I feel like the devil is inside of me. Like, get this fucking, get these feelings out. You know, like, I don't feel like myself. I feel like you know, she's just like fighting this, these feelings, and um, I'm just like, oh Lupe, mm. oh Lupe, like I, I feel you, you know, yeah. but you know, we're all in therapy and figuring it out. Yeah, well, you're in therapy. She is yeah. dead. Sadly. Yeah, she's dead, and she, you know, I don't know how 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 she processed that in her life, but music obviously was a big outlet for her. So yeah, I, I hope that this was just a song. But mm. she really makes it sound like she was feeling it. Mm, yeah, I think given what we know about her, there might be some relating to this yeah. feeling. Yeah. There might. Well, I, I think it's not super likely, but it'd be amazing if it came through and somebody was like, I've heard it. Your oh, dream. my God. Please, please. I will know so much more peace than I do now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just restless. I will be forever NBD. restless. NBD. <laughs> Um, all right. So upset. I'm like, what was her manager thinking? What was anybody thinking? (laughs) (laughs) 
you really knew the best of what should happen for her career <laughs> when you were. I mean, right now, I feel yeah. like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, my next one is called Calaveras y Diablitos, and it's by Los Fabulosos Cadillacs. Let's take a listen. Um, and this is a group I was not familiar with and they are an Argentine reggae and ska band um, that was started in 1984 oh wow from Buenos Aires yeah yeah they're classics I don't listen to them very much but I do um, I had a friend in high school who was a fan and they're yeah they're sort of like a really classic group Mm -hmm. yep um the last album they put out was in 2016. And yeah, they had a pretty long career with a lot of um, records and a whole different thing. But I thought, um, you know, Calaveras and Diablitos. Yeah. Pretty, pretty on, on theme for for Halloween. Absolutely on theme. I like that there's also like a little switch up where it goes from like sort of like Afro-Cuban percussion to like suddenly like we're in reggae land. I was like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's interesting, and it, but it has like a classic rock sound too. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. I think of Los Alosos Cadillacs as like sort of like rock and español territory. Yeah. 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 But yeah, but they are known for both ska and reggae. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, learning some new things every day. <laughs> yeah, and Calaveras y Diablitos are maybe I don't know. Do they do Day of the Dead in Argentina? I know that they do. Day of the Dead in Venezuela, but it's not like the same. It's not like celebrated the same degree that it is like in Mexico, and there isn't that same kind of like tradition around it. But it is like you know, like a day that is like noted, you know, that exists. Yeah, I wonder about that. I mean, that's the funny thing about doing like a Halloween episode with Latin American music because Halloween is like very much like an American tradition. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. so we're really just sort of like taking some of the themes that that are surrounded by Halloween and looking for them in other stuff. so yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. That this would seem Let like us it, know. Would be, it would Argentines. be. Let us know. Argentines. Yeah. Cuéntenos. 
All right, what's your last song for this episode? My last song for this episode is like sort of like very vaguely spooky. It has like sort of like a vaguely spooky synthesizer in it. And also um, there's something in there about hechizándote. So I was like, that'll count. I'll have that count. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, this, so this is a pretty new song uh, that came out recently. This is Nebula by Rubio and Christian Jean. This is, I was just like looking at, I feel like maybe I brought Rubio to a different Halloween episode. I'm not really sure. Um, but she has like, she does this, all this like sort of synthy, um, electro pop. And sometimes I feel like her music has sort of a spooky quality to it. And, um, just because of like the sounds that she chooses. And I, um, I was like, oh, let me see what Rubio is up to. And this is her newest song. Um, she's from Chile. She's sort of part of like that Chile electro pop indie scene. Um, I, yeah, I've liked her, her work before. And Christian Jean appears to be um, Mexicano. And it's a song by both of them. And I just, you know, like I said, the sound this sounded like vaguely spooky. It had something in it by itch, like like about hechizándote. And I was like, yes. And I love and I love the way that it sounds. I really like the way that she like sort of like builds textures with synths and sounds and um, is really dope. Yeah, I don't think you've brought her before, unless I missed it. I don't recognize this artist. I'm pretty sure I have. I think that I even brought her for a Halloween episode. Las Plantas, maybe? Very possible. Very possible. Yeah, yeah. I know that I brought that, I think, for a Halloween episode. Maybe not. Well, um, there's definitely some sort of big story happening in this video that I didn't really follow exactly between these two. Like, telling some sort of, like, relational story between them in the the video that follows this song. Interesting. I did not watch the video. I only listened to it. Well, if y'all want to watch the video, go to our show notes at RileyManan.com. All right. What do you have for us last? 
Yeah, so this is a song that we've heard before on this show, but it's by a different artist. But I never like had really connected it to this season until I was prepping this episode. I was like, oh, this actually makes a lot of sense to me. So let's take a listen to Angela Aguilar's take on La Llorona. Chavela Vargas version of this song, which I think is probably one of the more popular versions mm-hmm. and just like incredible. She mm-hmm. has like a very famous um, performance of La Llorona in, in Mexico City. and um, But um, I liked this version by Angela Aguilar. She's the daughter of Pepe Aguilar, who's like a famous Mexican musician. And then she has her own you know, musical career um, in her own right. But yeah, I mean, this mythology is very, is very, you know, it's very disturbing and there's like a lot of history behind it and maybe we'll get into it in more depth at some point, but even just the description... The of La Llorona. Yeah, of La Llorona, yeah. Um, but even the description just on Wikipedia is like, it's a mythological, mythical, vengeful ghost who is said to roam waterfront areas mourning her children whom she drowned. So yes. that's pretty... Yes. Um, it's pretty morbid and dark and very... It's so Halloween. dark and scary. Yeah it's, yeah, it's very scary. Did you grow up with La Llorona? No. As a myth? No, 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 oh, no, no. Yeah, I did. I did. Oof. It's like, you know, La Llorona was like the main, the main like boogie. Oh, God. <laughs> man monster figure yeah. of my childhood for sure. Yeah. Which I w- is like a so fucking creepy. Yeah. This like a crying woman ghost who's crying about having drowned her children. Like, <laughs> I just yeah. like can't imagine something yeah. more disturbing, honestly. No, it is quite disturbing and... um yeah, the myth myth has so much like really interesting and complicated um, history um, that I would yeah I think maybe we'll try to get into in a different episode. But yeah, from on the face value, I'm like ghosts, you know, scary ghosts. Halloween, here we are. Right, right. <laughs> Absolutely. But not deep because Halloween. I mean, there's some interesting pagan history and stuff, but Halloween mythology, I don't I don't find it to be very deep in the U.S. It's like the Latin American yeah. version. It's like so many fucking layers of different things going on. <laughs> um, so. But yeah, this just felt it felt appropriate, so I wanted to bring it. She has a, a pretty great voice. This is mm-hmm. a beautiful rendition. I mean, I'm not gonna try to compare it to Chavez because I feel like she's yeah. a you know legend status. But yeah. um, 
She's very young. She's mm-hmm. like 19. Oh, wow. She's only 19? I didn't realize she was that young yeah. still. Yeah. Dang. She's very young. I mean, awesome. she looks very young in the music video, too, that I was yeah. watching. But yeah, yeah, she's Pepe Aguilar's young daughter. So yeah. I guess that's where she gets those pipes. Right, exactly. I mean, yeah, she's definitely following the footsteps of a, of a legend yeah. musically. And yeah, she was born in L.A., actually, uh, because he was on tour. So, um, oh, and she performed this. I didn't realize this. She performed this at the Latin Grammys in 2019. Yeah, yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah, that's great. Um, oh, yeah, you're just sort of launched her 19. career, it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, this song, like, you really have to be good. It's pretty bold song. to cover yeah. this song. It's bold. Yeah, it's like, pretty bold. Not yeah. only do you have to have a beautiful voice, you have to have the, like emotion and like the sort of theatrics behind your voice to really pull it That's off. That's exactly and right. I think yeah. she did it. She did it well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm impressed. Well, if any of y'all are hosting like Halloween parties, here's some songs potentially for your playlist. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how good they'd be for dancing, but <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Some of them better than others, I think. Are you are you dressing up for Halloween this year, Beto? I know you usually have like fun costumes. Yeah, yeah, I am. I haven't really. I usually like will throw something together, so I'm considering it. We'll see. I just don't yeah. have the kind of wardrobe where there's anything to throw together. That's Halloween costume, like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like gothy adjacent, you know, so it's yeah. usually not too hard. No, my my yeah, I've tried. And I have some Halloween. like yeah. fake blood. I have some like right. You know, I have things. I have things. Yeah, I end up just not trying at all because I can't really do half-ass because I have nothing in my closet and I just never get it together to try hard. So <laughs> I'm just going to be myself for Halloween. I love that for you. <laughs> thanks. Well, thanks everyone for listening to our Tricotri episode. I hope that you do something um, fun and safe on Halloween and, you know, avoid all the racist, sexist, and cultural appropriative costumes please everyone and thank you yeah yeah i hope you don't have to see any of that shit certainly our listeners would not be doing that absolutely not right absolutely not no no y'all know better think better of y'all culture's not a costume (laughs) (laughs) we know better of y'all yes we do um all right have a lovely safe fun halloween everyone la proxima as always, you can find the information about our songs in our show notes at RadioManea.com and make sure to follow us on social media, Instagram, and Twitter. And we have a cute little newsletter where we put things that we're into and shit that we're reading. Um, so check it out if you're interested in any of that. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Micah, for editing. We will see you next time. Aunque esté en